Hello everyone, welcome to the Chart Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the things that they've been playing and the things going on in their lives. Today I have with me, Ben. We all float down here. Sorry. Sorry! You'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just me and Ben running the show this week. Justin's off... Doing Mother Day stuff? I can't remember. I think remember. he's seeing Detective Pikachu tonight. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He's, yeah, he's doing that. Uh, also, it's Mother's Day weekend, so uh, happy birthday. Not happy birthday. Happy birthday? It might be somebody's birthday on Mother's Day. Mother's Day is not like a set holiday or anything, so uh, I don't know if it's Mother's Day for y'all in Canada. Um, All mothers are born on the same yeah, day. Everyone knows that's this. That's true. I'm pretty sure there's some <laughs> kid who thinks that, like he was like six. Um, but happy Mother's Day to any mothers who listen to Charge Shot, y'all wonderful people, and y'all are doing, uh, great work. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it is Mother's Day up here, by the way. Uh, it's only UK, I think, that has the weird Mother's Day in, like, February or something. people freak out when they see Mother's Day trending on, like, oh shit, no, I forgot (laughs) to call! It's like, why is it so early? (laughs) What's throwing me off, though, is that normally Mother's Day is, like, later in May, and my mom is my mom's birthday is in May as well, and I have a bad oh. habit. I'm like, okay, it's be- always <clears throat> before Mother's Day. So for like the past week, I'm like, did I forget to call her, tell her happy birthday? And then like she was, uh, I saw her at work, um, and she and she's like, oh, and then and she was talking about like it's also at the end of the month. It's also my niece's uh, birthday and my nephew's birthday. Oldest nephew who's oh. ten, um, so. And she goes, then it's my birthday. I'm like, and I thought in my head, oh, thank God I hadn't missed it. Yes. Uh, but yeah. You're, you're a good boy. I'm a good boy. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the games that we've been playing. I think we're going to go maybe an hour, 40. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. That's... Four- no, oh. no, I mean like an hour or 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... Because this two of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not much news. No, no, no. It's a, it's a light show. You know, it's a light... Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It's a good drive, you know? Like a good 30-minute drive, 40-minute yeah. drive. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead and... Uh, tell everyone. Uh, well, for, I mean, I played some more Golf Story just to get that out of the way. That game is really, really fun. I, I really, <clears throat> really like Golf Story. Um, I'm on the the second world now, uh, where it's like high up in the mountains, high up in like this. I think it's mountain. Like, cause you're definitely high up in the sky, and like there's <laughs> these weird at there's like these gigantic gigantic ass birds that are terrorizing all the golfers, and you're trying to solve it. Like, I just. I liked. It. I didn't know what to expect with it because I never really played golf games growing up. Like I might have played Mario Golf a little bit, um, but you know, golf is never my thing. You know, that's a that's a rich white man sport. Um, and uh, you know, I know a lot of terminology, but like it's just fun. It has it's like RPG ish, but it's like you know, it's like the old Robin Williams that you whack the ball, you get in the cart. You whack the ball, you get in the car. But, like, it's it's fun. It's fun trying to adjust your shot and trying to putt in. And, you know, you, and like, they have a little tricky car- arcade elements. Like, there was a section where um, you're trying to get the groundskeeper to help you. But then he says, well, we got to stop these zombies. I'm like, wait, what? And, <laughs> and, like, you literally have to hit golf balls into zombies so they explode. Um, it's, it's just like it's, – it's, it's like – uh, I know. I think the, I don't know if I saw comparisons, but I definitely can see like they were trying to be Earthbound esque. They don't go completely, um, 
like all the way the way Earthbound does, but it's like just a, a touch and it's just enough. And then the gameplay is really solid. Um, the frisbee thing, I can go, I, I don't care about that. That shit's stupid, weirdly controlled stupidly. Um, but the golf, the golf stuff's great. Story's fine too. Uh, but most of the time though, I've been playing Mortal Kombat a lot. I, but just because, uh, they, uh, as of, actually, as of <coughs> yesterday, surprisingly, because um, I think originally at the beginning of this week they had said uh, the patch for Nintendo Switch uh, for MK11 will release either this Friday or at the end of early next week. So I said, okay, so Friday or Monday. All right, fair enough. Um, and uh, I, I checked it yesterday uh, when we were supposed to do the show, but we didn't because I said I could do it today. I'm like, well, let's see if maybe, just maybe, and it updated. And, uh... I only played like maybe an hour of it, and uh, it's definitely noticeable. The towers aren't nearly as bullshit. You do get more rewards, <laughs> which is nice, namely coinage. Um, you know, it's, it's the thing is though, like it fixes that issue and um, and how you how fast you get stuff, but it doesn't alleviate the grind. You're still gonna have a grind. Like that's the the thing about Mortal Kombat 11. That I realized like it just wants me to play it. And play it exclusively. Which, for now, I'm fine with that. You know, I really don't really have a big game coming out. Like, there's not really a game I'm interested in coming out to like, July with Ultimate Alliance 3. And by that point, I want to say, hopefully, I'll have enough stuff for my characters that I want. That I can put the game down like, okay, I'll come back to this later. You know, do more, do the crypt again. Or do more Towers of Time. Uh, which I like doing. Um, I did one Towers of Time where... Uh, like, the stage kept moving up and down, and it kept, like, I was like, I feel bad for anybody who has that kind of, like, um, I don't know what the exact term is, but, like, you get sickness from that when you have, like, it's, like, displacement and everything, but Verti- vertigo. It's not vertigo, is it? It might be vertigo, yeah. Who gets, like, okay. when, like, it's, 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 it's super cool, but it was, like, super fun. It wasn't stupid or anything. Um, I did a, uh, a one where you fought both Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and it was super hard. Uh, got some cool mask out of them, some cool some cool gears, um, and uh, and I did a couple more arcade innings. I I beat Sonya. Sonya, I actually think I might play more uh, because how like she's literally nothing but combos. Like, and you can see, and you and the and the fun thing about what I can see with her is seeing what can lead into what. I always skip the intro because I just refuse to hear Ronda Rousey speak. Like she's just terrible. Um, but the. I'm going to spoil Sonya's arcade ending. Uh, so, like, basically at the end of Every Mortal Kombat in this one, um, everybody kind of gets has their version of what happens when they get the the, the, the time morb, the the big, the thing that the, the, the villain Kornika has. What will they do? And um, Sonya is, like, you know, typical. She gets her family. You know, she gets Johnny, Cassie, Jax to be her time warriors. And but she's like, I needed to create a new god. So how do you create a new god? You got to kill an old god. And she literally fights like this um, Cthulhu esque monster to create like new gods. I'm like, what the fuck? This is okay. This is absurd, but it was awesome. Um, this is great. I tried Raiden. Raiden's fun. Uh, I nicknamed his variation Thor. Who? Because of course <clears throat> I had to. Um, that's the fun part is thinking of variation nicknames. Uh, but there, bear in mind, I have not went online at all. I've been thinking about it. 
Like, just going into casual matches and just, like, play that. Because, uh, unfortunately, in Mortal Kombat 11, if you play ranked, you have to play whatever set the set vari- tournament variations, which are not nearly as fun as, say, the variations you can come up with. Mm-hmm. You can do more fun stuff. So, But I'm thinking about it. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, and, and also the game looks a little bit better. Um, in terms, like, some of the edges are a little bit smoother out, which is nice. You can definitely tell. I saw, it wasn't just a placebo effect. I saw some before and after shots. I'm like, okay, it's, it's a little bit nicer. And I, and I swear to you, it looks even better when it's just standing in the fighting. Like, the only way you can tell that it's the Switch version is when you look at the lighting. That's the biggest drawback. Like, the character models are still, like, really detailed and everything. Um... <clears throat> but yeah, lighting goes a long way. It does, it does. But to me, it's it's serviceable with what I want to do. Once I'm once I'm playing the game, I'm not paying attention to that, you know, and like doing crushing blows and everything like that. <clears throat> uh, it's still bullshit that you have to pay twenty five thousand coins and fifty thousand coins just to unlock the character tower to get exclusive shit. Uh, that's still. I thought that would change. Nope, that's still got to pay it. They did lower like so in in character towers. Uh, you have to do like X number of uh, fatalities, X number of uppercuts or throws to advance. And the first, and it's like you know twenty, twenty-five in the first one. Then before the patch, you had to get seventy-five brutalities and seventy-five fatalities to complete it. Then with the <laughs> patch, they lowered it down to twenty-five. And I'm like, oh, thank fucking Christ! Like, thank you, seriously. Uh, but it's it's but like once once I'm playing a game, I don't think about any of that stuff. I'm just happy to play, play the game. Am I grinding? Sure, but like you can say the same about somebody who plays an RPG when they really love the battle system. Yeah, they're grinding, but they're having fun while doing it anyway. So you know, not hurting anybody. Yeah, there's grinding in lots of games. Yeah, like uh, Destiny and then the Yakuza. I've been playing. I've been grinding in that. Yeah. You know. So like, I mean, to me, as long as I get my and I'm getting rewards, you get. Uh, 15, the green soul fragments instead of, instead of five, I think it was. No, it was 10. Uh, which, when you add that for how many, ta- how many matches you have, how many towers you do, plus the ones that give you like, say, 50 souls or 100 souls, you'll get them pretty quickly if you get, just keep constantly playing. Also, uh, to cap it off, uh, they have this like weekly challenge thing where if you place in the top, Percent certain percentile, you get a reward, and I played it so much, I was in the top two percentile last for the last two, for the last time, uh, which got me this cool. It got me two hundred uh, time stones, which you can use in the premium shop, um, and then I got a cool Sub Zero skin just for placing in the top three uh, percent. Well, if you <clears> place <throat> in the top five percent, you you get it. Um, so and all you got to do is just play and beat towers. That's all you got to do. You you do that. You know, you do your nightly thing, you're going to probably at least get top 20%, um, ideally. Uh, but that's that's about all I've been playing. I don't really want to go too much into it. Um, maybe maybe next, when I come back next time, I'll play an online match. And we'll see how bad I get bodied. Alright. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so I've been playing pretty much... Uh... I finished off two games this week. I finished off God of War. Nice. And I finished off uh, Yakuza. So I'll talk about God of War a little bit more. Um, 
the ending is, it sets up the sequel fairly well. Like, um, there's like a flash forward kind of, or a premonition of what the future may behold. And you go through this game and you don't meet some of the big name Norse mythology characters. And they tease some of them in the flash forward. Mm. So I'm like super excited for a new God of War. Um, maybe like fix, like not fix, but like just put a little bit more effort into like the skill tree stuff. Uh, I like the, um, I like the loot system pretty well in this. Like it's fairly set loot that you just need to upgrade. So like, um, like your armor. Not your, randomized like, bullshit. <laughs> No, no, there's no, there's no, like, um, the only thing you have to grind for that stuff is just, like, crafting materials, yeah. so you'll know what you have. Um, it's not random drops, at least I don't think it is. <laughs> um, I think fighting the Valkyries and stuff is really cool, like, it's kind of just, like, a mini, um, like, boss encounter. Yeah, I've seen those, And they're, they're scattered really cool across fights. the world. Yeah, like, those were really cool fights. Um, some of them were pretty cheap, uh, so I kind of just, like, brute forced my way through them. Uh, there's like, there's like one of them had like a charging attack and like a lot of un, uh, blockables. So like, <laughs> it's not even worth block, like blocking. You just have to get out of the way. Mm. Um, so the way that I handle that is I just get as cheap as I can and buy resurrection stones and get my rage meter up and just constantly <laughs> use my rage. Cause I get my health back while I do that and I just do damage. And just hammer on the, uh, square button for, uh, Art- Artemis. To shoot his arrows. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, I still have it installed, so I might go back and do some of that stuff because it's just a good game. Yeah, I, it's I really well made. Yeah, it looks pretty. Um, I saw, yeah. I saw, I watched the let's play of it because I was like, well, I'm not buying a PS4. I might <laughs> as well watch the let's play of it. And uh, <laughs> my God, the visuals in that game are so amazing, yeah. and some of the bosses you fight and what you have to do, um, it's so epic. Uh, in yep. in a new in a new age way, not like in an old school way. Yeah, they, they yeah exactly. They kept the uh, the scale of things because that's one of the things that God of War was known for was scale. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad that they kept that as a, a theme throughout. Uh, I also really like the the relationship between um, Artemis and Kratos. Uh, <laughs> there's some like really cool fan theories that I've been reading online about like what Kratos is and like. Some like time manipulation stuff, and it seems really cool. Uh, I won't spoil it here, but uh, yeah, go play God of War, go finish it, and then go watch the, uh, or well, go back home after you after you beat the game, and then watch the uh, secret ending. Uh, which I, I think games should do more of that kind of stuff. Secret like, ending. Secret ending. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do it. They used to get gonna, those. They're just gonna charge you the season pass for that shit. <laughs> they used to do this all the time. Like I remember in um, like Halo, they always had like a secret ending if you beat it on like heroic or something. Uh, you get an extra thing that other people wouldn't see. Kingdom Hearts, um, I know, did that. Um, if you did it like on proud mode or whatever, you got a secret ending. Or if in like yeah. Metroid One. You got like a secret ending. You got the hint that Dark yeah, Souls was alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you figured with like Marvel, like be, be, the Stinger, like popularizing the Stinger, they would do that in video games more. But you think, but <laughs> yeah, you think uh, it'd be cool. Yeah, just do more of those. Mortal Kombat um, actually, Eleven has uh, alternate endings or like different good banding and true endings. So I don't know how you get mm-hmm. them. They're not obvious, but they're there. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's a good game. And then I finished off Yakuza 0. Ooh. Uh, Ben, go finish off Yakuza 0. I know! <laughs> I, I, I finished, this isn't a spoiler, I finished Majima's chapter where he meets the, uh, the, the, the masseuse guy. That's where I left, oh, okay, and I yeah, rejoined back up with Kiryu. Um, so like, I'm like, wait, what's going on? So then, then MK11 came out. It's just like, yeah, I know I need to go back to it. I need to. You, you were just starting to get into the I shoot. know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, um, like just so emotional, the ending for Yakuza 0. Like, I just love the, the way that they present these games. Like, the presentation is just so top notch. Uh, it's so cinematic. Um, the relationship between Majima and a certain someone that you haven't met yet, Ben, is great. Uh, when they meet back up after a while, it's, it's so good. I, I've, I've already beat, uh, Kiwami 1, now just going for Is that Kiwami 20 two. bucks as well? I think so. It's like 20, 30, something like that. Okay. Um, and Kiwami 2 is almost out. Uh, are they, they going to remake? Because I know Yakuza Six is. Are they going to remake a remake four and five as well? I think they're going to do three, four, and five as well. Wow, that's crazy! All that's awesome. I don't know yet. I just, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that they are. Um, yeah, Yakuza is a great series. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you know, like as a Sega fan, you know, to see like something else besides Sonic the Hedgehog do extremely well out of nowhere, seemingly. Well, it's it's more like a secret, like it's like for Western audiences especially, it's like been like a secret uh, quality game, a <laughs> uh, sleeper hit, if you will. Um, and like I, I actually just read up like some of the backstory for this, like the guy who made Yakuza, uh, he like risked his like career for making it come over to the West. Oh wow! Or yeah, yeah to the West, like. He bet it all on Yakuza, and like it played off. It played so well for him, and now I think, I think he's running the game section now at Sega. That's um, well, he deserves it. I mean, <laughs> I haven't uh, d- double checked that, but are you gonna get I'm, the uh, the, the cop go- the cop one judgment when it comes out to be more? Yeah, the- I'm I'm hoping to get that like as, as soon as it comes out. Um, I hear like it looks good, and from what I've heard of what it's like. It, it's right up my alley, so it's like Yakuza Ace Attorney stuff. That's, that's yeah, that, that, and it's in it's like it's in and it's cool is that it's in the same universe. So you might see yeah. Majima and, and Kiryu and a certain, yeah. certain other people. Yeah, uh, let's see, play play that. Finish. That. I will. I will prompt. There's too many games. <laughs> Mortal Kombat has my has me by the balls. And then the game that I've been uh, given to uh, talk about today is uh, Box Boy plus Box Girl. Uh, I haven't played too much of that, maybe like a world or two. Um, it's very cool, like uh, mind bending puzzle, these kind of things. Like you, all it is is that you're a box person <laughs> and you're just trying to complete levels by building up boxes of yourself. So certain levels, there's like a limitation on how many boxes you can make. Um, this is like two, and then there's also challenges for, uh, limited amount of boxes to use throughout the level, and what you get is you get time, there's two different currencies, there's like a time currency and a crown currency, and you use those to like get just cosmetics for your guy, make him look cool. Uh, you can also play as Boss Girl, and she has a bow. 
in her hair, or her head, rather. <laughs> she doesn't really have hair unless you give her hair, I guess. But yeah, some of the cosmetic stuff is kind of fun, and it's a really good, uh, like, puzzle game. Uh, one of the things that I love about the, uh, the Switch and, like, 3DS are puzzle games. It's, like, my go-to for commutes. Um, so yeah, it's a quality game. Yeah. I, 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 part of me wants to play them, and I'm like, I'm just not into puzzle games like that, because it, like, might, me thinking too hard, me prep button to do fireball. <laughs> That's how I am. But it looks charming. It looks really charming. Yeah. For being how, for being how, like, minimalistic that it is. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's really cool. Like, um, the, you can also cheat some of the, some of the solutions. So, for example, like, uh, if you this so you can only like make ten boxes within a level or so, or something like that like uh like that's the that's the goal that's the target if you go above that you don't get uh, a crown or time currency whatever the hell it's called I I have no idea what it's called but uh, you can cheese some of the jumps so like you can like edge yourself out a little bit and then put a box down and so like you get like a box and a half of like your worth <laughs> um of a jump so that's what I've been doing mostly uh. Right now I'm at the part where it's like, yo, know, it builds stairs with your boxes and stuff like that. And, <laughs> uh, ways to get around without platforms, like building out your stairs and ladders and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I need to play more of that. I haven't been commuting this week, so I haven't played a whole lot of it. Uh, so that's all I've been playing, really. Um... So let's, uh, before we go into the news, Ben wanted to talk about the It trailer. Oh, finally, that we got one. Like, you feel like, for, I feel like, well, like, we should have gotten something, but when we got it, oh, we got one. Um, so what do you think, Thomas? Uh, I thought it did a good job of, um, bringing, it, bringing us back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I remember the most from the trailer is specifically that, uh, that old lady scene. Yeah. That's straight up stripped out of the uh the previous um uh it movie <laughs> in the in the book. Uh I thought that was done really well. Yeah. Um Yeah, you go ahead. Uh well, when like cuz I cuz I read the book obviously between the movies uh, between the last time. I think we we did, actually did a <clears throat> we we did a watch along for both the 1990 movie and the uh 2017 so go listen to those and watch the movie along with us. Did we do one for 2017? I'm pretty sure we did. I don't think we did. I'm pretty sure we did. We did both parts of the first one. I know that. Well, we got to do A2017 before <laughs> the new one comes out. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did, though. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm misremembering it. Um, but uh, when the, the and then there's a shot in there where, like, the old lady's in the background, and you see her move awkwardly, I went, like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I love it when, like, she, like, peeks her head around just to like, keep looking at her. Yeah, Pennywise like, is like, oh, keep, no. It's like, I got my eyes on you. No, and it's then, like, oh, you know, because that's one of the more creepier scenes from the from the book, uh, from what I remember. And then uh, uh, it goes into a montage stuff, and it looks like they're going to be doing the ritual of Chud or something, which is like they didn't <laughs> tackle that at all in the, uh, in the first movie, considering, I'm not going to spoil it, but considering what happens between the children... Maybe that's probably why they didn't do it, but uh, maybe they'll do a different version of it. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited, yeah. dude. I'm because ex- like it, like it 2017 was one of my, was my favorite movie of that year. 
Um, it was so scary and so, but yet it was so heartwarming because you know it was like coming of age. It was a eighties movie with like murder. You know, like eighties kid, eighties like adventure movie with murder. Um, I I like some of the. We only we didn't we only really got Jessica Ch- Jessica Chastain as um what's it Beverly. We got most of her. She seems good. Uh, and then um, James McAvoy as Bill. He didn't stutter. Um, but I think when he gets older, he loses it, and maybe he'll get it. I think he starts to stutter. Yeah, what happened was um, he doesn't stutter anymore, and then when he comes back to Derry, he starts it again. Yeah, like he, it's a slow build back up to being stuttering again. Yeah, what's weird to me is that like at first, at least with the, his one line in the trailer, I swear he's speaking with his British accent. I'm like, but Bill's from Maine. Why? Because <laughs> I know in the I don't remember if he moves to the UK or not. Maybe he adapts it there, and it can just that, that way James doesn't have to. Have an, he can have a quasi English American accent, um, but he looks all right. Uh, obviously, there's one character from the Losers Club from the original that is clearly not there, and we know why. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but you know why if you read the book or saw the movie from 19. Or, why? Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I already. Yeah, know. but that <laughs> I uh, that last shot of the trailer though of Pennywise with the, with the orange lighting and oh god I'm ready to be freaked out again oh my god <laughs> yeah they really played up the uh, the balloons oh. this one yeah the, the creepy <laughs> one of the creepiest shots is him like flying and you he, he's being held up by inverted balloons and I don't know why that freaks me out but it does <laughs> like the only thing I could think of when I saw that was just like ninety nine Zelof Balont. Oh god, this song is thirty years old. Um, someone needs to um take that song and cut up it twenty seventeen or whatever. Yes, do it please. <laughs> but I'm I'm excited. Like, I'm 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 I was a little I'm like, come on, the movie's supposed to come out in September. It's already May. Can we get something? And we got something good. So. Uh, it was worth the wait. I, I cannot wait for this movie. September 6th. Go watch it. I wish it came out in October, but whatever. It's fine. It's close enough. It's a spooky time. Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool beans. So let's move into some video game news. Le news. Uh, ben, your favorite CEO is back in the news. Who, Reggie? No. Not Reggie. Oh, 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 oh! Fucking Randy. <laughs> Randy Pitch, uh, Pitchford. Pitchford. Oh my god. Oh man, he needs to just like get his phone taken away from him. Like, maybe maybe Gearbox isn't that big of a company, but they have to have like a board of directors, right? They're a company, right? That's how that works. I think th- I think it's a private company, okay. isn't it? Okay, I don't I don't know, but like somebody in the company has to be like, Randy, you need to shut the <clears throat> fuck up. Just stop Randy, talking. I think Randy owns it. Yeah. But 2K is publishing the game, yeah. so... Like, maybe they can go to him, like, Randy, you need to shut the fuck up. Like, Jesus. But also... Okay. Yeah, but this isn't about that, though. Uh, well, it's part of that. Anyways, uh, so here we have his latest Borderlands 3 controversy involves alleged physical assault against former Claptrap voice actor. And the way this all came about was that uh, David Eddings, he did the voice for Claptrap originally. Um... And while he was at Borderlands, he was he was an executive, so he did the voice for free, basically just like adding on to his other responsibilities as an executive there. Um, which is kind of like fairly common in business. Like I like I work as I'm not an executive, but I'm salaried and I just do the things that 
I, I'm responsible for. And they're just getting new stuff. Anyways, that's personal life. <laughs> um, no, I know that feeling up to it. Hey, we want you to, hey, we know, you know how to do this. We want you to do this as well. Okay, but I got, nope, you're going to do this for today. Okay. It's like, I work in automotive. No, you work in produce. It's like, oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So then, yeah, he's left Gearbox. I don't remember where he is now. Do you remember? I don't know. Um, but people were asking him, like, why didn't he come back? Uh, oh man, I'm trying to find the original tweets. Uh, why didn't he come back? He said Gearbox wasn't, wasn't paying him for the voice, uh, for this one. <sighs> trying to find the, find the original tweets because the whole thread is crazy. Um, I'll just read this and see if it makes sense. So, I was fine. This is from David Eddig's tweets. Uh, I was fine moving on after Gearbox, but when my former boss starts mouthing off about various aspects of my employment, including how highly compensated I was and how generous he is, I feel obligated to correct the record. Uh, so when he said that, that's when Randy Pitcher said, uh, he, when he was working here with us originally as an executive, he was highly compensated for his work. Um, and what they actually offered him was, I think his uh, like the standard rate plus double, so that was their offer for him to play play uh, claptrap. And <laughs> what he originally wanted was the royalties for voicing claptrap, and they couldn't reach an agreement. Uh, he says I had a lot of mixed feelings. Asked to reprise the role of claptrap last year, eventually realized I was willing to put differences aside and do something cool for Borderlands fans with. Uh, my friends at Gearbox, uh, ultimately had offered, he offered to do it for free in exchange for past royalties owed plus an apology for something I've never spoken about in publicly until now. Randy Pitcher physically assaulted me in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis at GDC 2017, which I'd like to know what that involved. Like, what is the physical assault? Is it a shove? Is it a punch? Is it a slap? Yeah. Like, I want to know how severe that was. Yeah. Um, personally, I think Randy's been on tilt. The last few years, oh, you don't say, David. Uh, what what can make you say that? Well, maybe I don't when know. you're not a perpetual liar, maybe you know. Um. Anyways, uh, he's not the victim he portrays himself to be. I even blocked him a couple of years ago, stalking me on social media. Enough is enough. Uh, as an aside, it seems a bit conspicuous that he chimed in on my salary, but didn't mention anything about the twenty million dollars in revenue siphoned away from the employees' revel- uh, royalty. P- pool uh fyi gearbox employees are asked to take lower salaries with the promises of royalty shares okay that's uh, disgusting to, yeah this is some yeah this like that's the, the the lawsuit that he's currently under uh was for that uh 2k says they won't give a statement regarding your ongoing lawsuit but the allegation is false it sure seems a lot easier to just deny it which i don't agree with because like if you're being sued like it's best not to put out a public statement about this kind of stuff. Like, it's best to, like, leave it to the lawyers and, like, have them be your defense about this kind of stuff. Because, um, like, what, whatever you say, it might just blow up in your face and be used against you. Like, that's why cops, when they arrest you, it's like, whatever you say may be used against you, right? Um, yeah, this is not good. This Like, Randy needs to go away and, like, hide in a bunker for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If it wasn't even before this, this is just like the like okay, you're done. You're as the kids say today, you're canceled, Randy. 
Oh, Whether or not he assaulted him, that's one thing. That's allegedly. We can't say it not to happen. But the fact that he put out that, you know, Gearbox employees are are pretty much stressed to the point where, like, well, you take less money, but you'll get the put in this pool. I'm like, no. That's pay, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Pay, no, pay me my fucking money. I fucking... Pay my salary. Yeah. Pay me my fucking money. <coughs> fucking yeah. corporate greed, man. Yeah, man. It's... It's getting really bad. It's gonna, it's blowing up. Like uh, we had the riot walkouts. So, uh, I think this week was it this week? I think I, it was, it this, was week. this week. Yeah, yeah. So this stuff needs like it's getting. It feels like it's getting to a head where like things are gonna have to change. Agree. They have to. Um. Yeah. Moving from one CEO to another is like below. Or well, this one's a beloved executive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reggie. So there's a change.org for Nintendo of America Inc. must honor retiring legend Reggie with a fully loaded Aeron chair. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this because this is weird. Yeah. Like, you know, it's first I, I was going to say like, nobody signed for this. And I realized, oh, it just didn't load yet. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's like 23,000 people that have yeah. over so, like, signed for this. And the chair costs $15,000? Which I'm like, that's too much. For <clears> no, no, no. Like 1500 Oh, that's, that's that's still a lot of fucking but, Yeah, it's still a lot of money. Bro. And he could buy the chair if he, he wanted it. He probably has really. a good enough sat. Like, guys, he can, <laughs> if he wanted the chair, he can obtain the chair. Uh, but what really gets me is that Reggie just comes out on Twitter. He's like, thanks to the team at Herman Miller and the 23,000 change.org petitioners, I am getting a fully loaded Aeon chair for my home office. We'll send photos. So he's just like, all right, sweet, a free chair. I mean, hey, I don't blame him. He didn't, it's not like he, he begged for it. like, no, if you want to do something nice for him, and they did. Now do something nice for me and, you know. Find me an Aeon chair. Are they supposed to be really... I'd imagine. That thing better massage my back and call me sweet things while I'm working for the cost of that much for a fucking chair. Yeah, it's actually surprising. I actually didn't know the cost of these these chairs until I was talking to my boss about it. And I'm like, oh, I really love this chair that you guys got me. Like, it's amazing. I I was thinking about buying one for myself and just seeing, like, how much it is. And he goes... Those are like thousands of dollars. Like people rent those chairs. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> it's I, ridiculous. When I first saw the image. I'm like, oh, you fuck, they fucking got that shit at Walmart. I seen the mesh, and then I saw. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um. So yeah, fully loaded Herman Miller Aaron chair. So uh, I don't even know if I'm saying that right anymore. Um, we're taking. We're talking lumbar support, polished aluminum, cha- chamfered edge legs. Fully adjustable leather armrest, all the whole deal. <laughs> oh man, it's ridiculous. That's yeah. He could have bought the chair, guys. Like <laughs> he probably already has a nice chair in his office. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So moving on into some more business news, we got proposed legislation aims to ban loot boxes in the United States. Yay! No. Y- I was gonna say no, yay, yay, <laughs> yay. Let's just hope that you know it actually makes it into fucking law. The businesses or the government's taking is putting its nose in your business now. Listen, you know, like it's it's all the it's the game industry's fault because they they kept <laughs> like, well, what if we did this? And they push and they push and they push. And once you push too much, well, then the government's got to come in because you guys can't self-regulate. 
Fuck you. Senator Josh Hawley uh, has announced plans to introduce a bill to the U.S. Senate to address and restrict the use of loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions in video games, particularly in games aimed at children. The, <laughs> the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act. Wow. That, that's, that that's, a thing. that's, I mean, for the children. That's, yeah. <laughs> The children. Name it. How about for the parents whose fucking child got their credit card information and spent thousands of dollars on loot boxes? For the parents. Uh, act according to a press release shared by Missouri Senator today. Too bad Justin's not here. Uh, <laughs> aims to bar games played by minors from including certain monetization schemes like loot boxes and in-game purchases that give players speedier progression for competitive advantages. Um, in this legislation, he calls out uh, Candy Crush Saga as an example of uh, that pay-to-win monetization, pointing out that the free-to-play game offers a $149 bundle, among several others that gives playing that gives paying players in-game currency difficulty aiding boosts 24-hour worth of unlimited lives. When a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. And when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. So all this stuff, like, it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> At least to me. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're phrasing about the children because that's the only way they can get it passed because, you know, like, well, you're an adult, you should control yourself. Like, yeah, it's not that easy sometimes. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just want the thing and they make it a way you have to buy the thing instead of whatever. It's, yeah. This, it's good. This is good though. This is, let's just hope it. This is, this is good government. Yeah. Well, let's just, <laughs> let's just hope it actually passes into law and, you know, maybe the next Star Wars multiplayer game won't be filled with microtransactions and loot boxes. You know? There's, there, I mean, like, yeah. you know, if you want to do a season pass that promises. New maps or new characters, that's fine. Reasonably priced. But the second you want to start nickel and diming people for, you know, stupid shit, miscellaneous shit, or shit that looks yeah. very similar, that's when, you know, you're clearly, you're clearly manipulating people. Like, this is not, uh, this isn't known. Yeah, I know. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen after that. Like, if it gets passed, like, they're going to look for another thing to do to try and just, like, get, the nickel and diming in yeah. somehow. Yeah, no, you're you're right because that's how the see. This is why I play indie games mostly and, <laughs> and Nintendo games because that shit ain't gonna come there. Like the closest thing I've gotten tasted is Mortal Kombat 11, and that's tame in comparison to say like other games. You know, Mortal Kombat 11, I can't buy everything. Yeah, I think most of that stuff happens in like mobile games and sports games, really. Uh, well, a lot of EA games are like that. Um, you know, there's a lot yeah. of, the, the, I mean, there's a lot of in-game microtransactions in like a lot of Ubisoft games, so it's not as bad as mobile stuff sometimes, but it shouldn't be there in a game that you pay $60 for, or maybe $100 if you buy the season pass for it. Like, if I buy this, if I buy the season pass, I get all of it. Bottom line. I, I gave you that mm-hmm. extra $50 or $40. I don't know. I, I never noticed it in Ubisoft stuff. Like, uh, there's stuff it, where, it's like, there, but it's buy... not, it's not as, like, say... Uh, victim. It's not as uh, sinister. It's just kind of just yeah. there, which it shouldn't be there. I, I really like their uh, their Ubisoft system where they had um, 
you earn Ubisoft points, and then you just buy stuff with that. Because, like, you just get those by playing the game. And then... It's just like a reward currency that yeah. Nintendo had for a while. That stuff was cool. But now they got rid of that, and I don't know what's going to happen with their points going forward. Um, I think they're going to give you, like, discounts on games, which is okay, but it's not really for me. Um, so moving on from that, we have Digital Foundry finds Mortal Kombat 11 also using Switch's boost mode. Um, I don't, I mean, I said it looked nicer. I have, it's, it's kind of. Did you use the boost mode? I don't know how to. Did you use the boost to get through? I did did use the boost to get through. (laughs) Um, but then I didn't use bombs wisely and it cost me. And then Scorpion did a fatality on Slippy because Slippy doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. I don't did, know. Uh, did Scorpion do a barrel roll? He did a barrel roll, yeah. Okay, did. Scorpion did a barrel roll. No, what what did uh what what did you have to say about this? I'm nothing. I mean, okay, it's like I didn't I didn't notice it. Like again, I I said that. I mean the the oh I like it runs nicer. Eh. Like it looks somewhat, it looks better, but like it's. I think it's one of those things we have to look at a digital, like a like a like you have to look at a before and after thing, where like it's like side by side versus once I boot up the game again, I'm like I forget what it, the previous version looked like, unless it's like a complete UI overhaul, you know. But everything largest is the same, at least to me. I, I maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe it's just a subtle thing. I'm not paying attention to it. The crypt still sucks though. It takes forever and it still crashes on me. So there's that. Anyways, uh, the boost mode that was added to um, the Switch's new update, which I we I passed over that last week by accident. I didn't mean to. I just forgot. Um, it's kind of like the PS4 boost mode, where it just makes it so that like the GPU and CPU get clocked up more, so it has more power to it. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't messed around with it myself at all. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how. I think it's just an automatic thing. I think you can go in, uh, if it if it works the same way the uh, the PS4 works. It's a setting that you have to activate. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna move on to uh, video game announcements that were made. So Ubisoft announces Ghost Recon Breakpoint, a sequel to Wildlands. I know Ben, you don't care, but I'm super excited about while the sequel to Wildlands. It's a game that me and my dad played quite a bit. And the uh, the most um, notable thing here is that uh, there's going to be PvP at uh, at launch, which like I didn't even realize that that game even had PvP until later. Because um, I, I, I play it more like a, like a PvE game, where it's just like co-op, like me and some friends gather around and just like shoot dudes. <laughs> So it's a really good game for that. Um, they're also gonna add um, a raid later on down the line, and also have like uh, more DLC to it. So it's gonna it's gonna add stuff like um, Division Two is doing, and like Destiny has done. Um, so it's like it's a, it's another game that I'm gonna get really into, and it's coming out this year. Uh, I think like October fourth, October fourth, and. Um, there's also said, um, what is it here? Uh, there's potential for more Ubisoft crossover pollination in Breakpoint. 
Uh, they also brought Predator to Wildlands, which was a really cool mission. Uh, so it doesn't mean that we have limitations. So like I'm, I'm looking forward to like more weird crossover stuff. That is fun. Be f- yeah. Well, all, cool. I mean, all of Ubisoft's games are in a shared universe, so like they're all, they're all in the same world. You mean Rayman's gonna be my wingman now? Yes. Wouldn't it be hype? Put Rayman in the next Assassin's Creed game. Do it. Do it, Ubisoft. I would love to have Rayman as like, um, like as a cartoon character in like the real world of like the wild of Ghost Recon. That would be <laughs> he's like got a gun and he's like hiding in the bushes and stuff. That would be so great. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Uh, another cool thing is John Wick Hex. Did you see the trailer for this? No, I didn't. I did not. Okay, so this is um being designed. Uh, head designer is Mike Bithel. He's done volume and some other indie stuff. Um, so John Wick Hex is going to be more in the vein of volume, which where volume was like a. Uh, a stealth game, but this is going to be a bit more like uh, a turn-based action stealth game, which is kind of crazy. Uh, is that this parts where like you slow, you you pause time and you plan out your moves, and then it, it executes them. Uh, and I like the art style. Art style is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, the art style is cool. It's like a cell shady kind of thing. Very minimalist. Yeah, I'll I'll check this out at some point. Uh, I'm really excited for John Wick Three. Yeah, every, everybody is except for <laughs> me because I still haven't seen the first one. It's on Netflix, isn't it? I don't think so. If it is, I haven't looked. I, it's, well, it's on Canadian Netflix, anyways. Uh, I I watch those every time. I'm just like, I want to see a dude just shoot a bunch of dudes. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves, he's he's back in his action roles, man. It's great. Great movies. Um, what's also back is Persona 5. Persona 5 Royals extra semester is beyond what Persona 4 Golden players will expect. Uh, that's, that's the headline of the article. <laughs> um, well, don't need to so read the article. Told me everything I need to know. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, developer confirms that Persona 5 Royal is a standalone game. That Persona 5 save data cannot be used with the game. However, apparently there will be some kind of bonus for those who... Boo, that's uh, the stupid. original Persona 5 save data. Yeah, it, I'm I'm getting to the point. I, I don't think I'm going to get this, really, unless it's like on Super Sale. Yeah. Because I've already bought Persona 5, and I've already played through that game. This is for people who didn't play Persona 5 and put 100 hours into it. Like, yeah. It's like, this is, okay, it's a good, it's a, it has new stuff. Okay, cool. But Then, then, then why even, like, have, have, like, Persona 5 fans... They have to buy a whole new game, like a whole new full price game. You, if if you have that game on your library, it should only be like a twenty dollar upgrade, really. Yeah, it should. That's what uh, that's what they did for. That's what Arc System Work did for Guilty Gear, uh, Rev Two, where if you had the base game, uh, you like you would buy Revelator Two for twenty dollars. But if you didn't, you would have to buy that pl- plus the game. So, you know, I don't know. This is dumb. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, it also has a new feature in this Persona 5 Royal, uh, called Play Assist. And what this does is, like, it gives you, uh, your social interactions and confidant levels. Like, it automatically suggests people and places to visit. So for people that, like, have choice, um, fear, what's it called? Petrification? Petri- being petrified by choice? I, th- I thought that was being turned to stone, but sure. <laughs> but being petrified just means like you're 
frozen in place. Um, <laughs> words. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so if you have like issues with that for like big games, this would help. Uh, also, if you want to see more of the game, then having to replay it. Anyways, I'm, if this was a, a DLC thing, I'd check it yeah, out. Yeah, and I, if this is coming to Switch, I'd be super excited. But it's not <laughs> coming to Switch. If it was coming to Switch, I'd probably buy it again, <laughs> just because. The portability. Like, I, I mean, the portability, it. man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cowards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they have it running on PS3, they might as well. Yeah, port you tell that me one you over. can't get it to run on a fucking Switch? Yeah. Fuck y'all. Uh. So, State of Play. Did you check out State of Play? I, the, well, the only thing I saw State of Play is the one thing that made me cry this week. And you know what it the is. The Flying Squirrel game. Yes, the Flying Squirrel game. So wholesome. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't see the whole thing. Um, I know it had some Monster Hunter stuff and some other things. But there was only one thing I cared about. It was all over my Twitter feed besides a certain Predator. other thing. Predator. Oh, yeah, Predator. Hunting game. Grounds. I thought, no, I haven't seen anything on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, uh, it's made by the guys that did Friday the 13th, so it's like oh, one of those games. Yeah. That game was, yeah. that game was jank as fuck, but it was super fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, also Medieval releases October 25th. Finally! Uh, <laughs> Good lord, that game's in the <laughs> That thing was coming for like, years. Yeah. Remember when they, like, just, oh, by the way, Medieval's coming out. At that play, at that last PlayStation experience they ever did, they did. It was just like, oh yeah, by the way, this is coming out. Mm-hmm. So weird. Uh, new Tokyo Jungle. Uh, yeah, this is the funniest world game. Is uh, it's called Away. No, wait. Yeah, it is, it is called Away. Uh, and also, there's a four-player co-op game called Riverbond. Features characters Shovel Knight, Bast from, and Bastion, and some others. It just looks like a generic like dungeon crawler game. Mm. Um, and then Monster Hunter World, like as you said, there's a new DLC called Iceborne. I thought it looked pretty cool with new monsters and stuff. I reinstalled Monster Hunter World, so I jumped back into that. But the, note, the marquee of this is Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer! Yeah. It's also fucking divisive as hell, which I'm not surprised. Why? Well, because you have... I'm not, I was going to mock people, and I'm like, I can't. Because there's some people who are upset because the game is uh, changing the combat system. Because the game looks good? Yeah, but like some people are like, I just want an FF7 with... Nice graphics. Just buy FF7 again. It's already on the fucking PlayStation it's everywhere. PC. You, fucking, you can fucking buy FF7 on your fucking Switch now. Uh, which I have and I still need to play it again. Uh, I will. Um, but it looks great. Yeah. Like, I'm just so mad it took this long. Like, it was 2015 when we last heard of this game. Yeah. yeah. I forget how long ago it was. And then they had all that like trouble. They outsourced it for a while and then that didn't work out. Yeah. So they brought it inside. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if they're going to change things, fine. I think they're going to change things. Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, you know, like, you can, if you, like, I actually, like, rewatched the trailer multiple times and paused it on, like, parts where it looked like it was a battle. And it's a real, it looks, it's real time battle. Um, it looks like there's an attack button, like, you hammer on an attack button, like, an action, action RPG. Yeah. I think kind of made, like, it's gonna be more like Final Fantasy 15. Which that. wasn't bad, that combat system from what I saw was really fun. It's, um, it's, serv- I think it's a little bit better than serviceable, uh, <laughs> but it's not, like, fantastic. Yeah, it looked fun anymore. from what I was watching, I can't really yeah. attest to it, so. Uh, they have the cross slash in there, you know, yeah. classic. Uh, yeah, but the part that made me cry was when they fucking showed Aerith and they, you heard her piano. I'm like, oh no. And she looks, 
She looks so pretty. And I'm just like, like she's just the way she looks at you, and, and like her voice actress is like, like it's just only two lines of dialogue, but like she just has that, that that sense of pureness. That's Aaron. This is for you. That's weird. That's weird. The flowers, man. I can't wait for this. Thing. Like they're gonna have more to announce. Uh, June. What was it? June fifth. Probably know, E3 time. Probably. Yeah, E3 time. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll get an announce date, like a release date. Yeah, I don't know. And they still I, I'm said, not gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still said. I'm not gonna hype myself up to be disappointed like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited. Like this is a day one purchase for me, even yeah. if it's shit. I'm like, oh. I mean, it looks. It's gonna look good. So. I it looks mean, good. But, uh, <sighs> but like I, I, the one thing they didn't show is Tifa. We saw Barrett, we saw Aerith, we saw Cloud, we saw Sephiroth. So what we saw... Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to say, in that defense, was that they showed everything that happened within, like, the first, like, ten minutes? Except for Sephiroth, Sephiroth is not there in the the original game. Uh, Which, that... I think that's what made people mad. Like, oh my god, they're changing shit. I'm like, if you want to replay FF7, just go fucking replay FF7. Just just go do that. (laughs) I don't know if he's going to be there in the first, like, mission or whatever. Yeah. I think that's just there just because, like, we need to show Seth Roth because he's, he's the guy. He's one of the bad, most badass villains in all the game. You show him off. Yeah, exactly. That could be, like, a like a scene forward or, like, some people speculated, like, like uh, it might be, that might be a, uh, like, a hallucination that Cloud sees because obviously a sure. spoiler Nico. shit for, you know, that happens to him. I was, yeah. you were never there. Oh no! <laughs> God, that yeah. Can we talk? This, Sorry, that whole scene fucked. That whole side, that whole segment in that game when I first played it fucked me up too much. Oh yes. Oh man, it's so good. Like Cloud's memories and stuff like that. The oh. whole game is good. Like I don't the have anything. Is, is I don't have nostalgia for it. I played it, played it for the first time in 2013, 14. So no preconceived notions about it except it's one of the greatest games of all time. And then I agreed. Yeah, this is one of the fucking greatest games of all time. <laughs> um, I've never finished it, actually, though. Really? Um, yeah, I got to the... What? How far did you get? To the last boss. I just couldn't beat him. Um, I, I had I had the thing... I had did the thing where like I just powered up one party. I didn't power up everyone. Mm. So like half the party was super weak and just died instantly. Yeah, Sephiroth can be like, pain in the ass. There's a glitch yeah. in the PS1 version that you can exploit to get like unlimited like elixirs or something like that. That's how I beat them. Oh. Like unlimited okay. like something something. And that's how I did it. When I play it on the Switch version though, I'm like, okay, and easy mode and boost mode and we're done. <laughs> I don't need to prove myself again. Yeah. I have it on PC but I think I'm, like I was playing through it for a while and then I was like, Oh, that, that remake's coming. I might as well just wait for that. Yeah. Well, I won't be getting the remake, so I'll be playing through it on my Switch. The, uh, uh I can't wait for, uh, the cross-dressing scene, the, uh, the, the saucer. I, I hope they keep intact that you could, like, go accidentally go on a date with Barrett. Like, if you... Oh, man, they have to. Like, at the, the, the golden <laughs> saucer, like, that would be so great. The uh, first time playing through, my, my guy was Barrett. You went on a date with Barrett? <laughs> That's my first time through. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going to ignore these two hotties over here in Aerith and Tifa, my long line. I'm hanging out with my homeboys. I'm seven years old. Girls are icky. I guess. I was I was all like, okay, I was, I was all in in Aerith. I'm like, you are my, you are my girl. 
I will protect you. You are too innocent for this world, and I couldn't save her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that attachment to Aerith, really? but, like, I can see it, yeah. I think yeah. it's just because, like, I like girls like that, and, like, I see girls like that in video games, and I'm like, I just need to protect you. Now, I, I knew like t- she was going to I'm more die. of a... Yeah, I'm more of a Tifa guy. Like, I like the Tom girls and... Tifa's great. Like I, I love her attitude, but, like... Yeah. Like, Aerith's, like, the kind of girl where, like... Like, I, you need to be protected. And so, like, it hurt when I'm, like... Like, I knew she was going to die. Like, that was the one thing everybody knows about FF7 is, like, Eric dies. Spoiler. Whatever. You know it. You've seen memes on it, probably. So, like... But he what, sees dead people. Yeah. But, like, like, at least for me, like, when it fucking happened, um, like, you know, you see the whole sequence, and then the fucking boss fight afterwards, you hear her fucking thing. I've... That's the first and only time I've cried during a boss fight. Where I'm just like, I'm just like, you son of a bitch! You took her, you took away my healer, you asshole! <laughs> yeah, the game's yeah. great. Oh. the music that plays when she dies. Uh, yeah, her theme. This is like Sephiroth. Oh yeah, but it's also Sephiroth just coming in, just stabbing her through. It's like, do 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 Sephiroth. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah that whole yeah that, that that and then like the story and then that second disc gets so mentally fucked up like I, the that, stuff with Barrett yeah the stuff with Barrett and so draining like it gets that game gets real at, at yeah. like points like way more than you when you think when you start the game like it's crazy yeah like when I started like I didn't expect all that stuff with like that side story with Barrett and like his uh, town and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like I wasn't expecting any of that and it's uh, crazy it, that, yeah like th- there's like they, like I know, like a lot of people hate FF Seven, you know, because it goes overrated. I'm like, it's, it's it good looks like for, polygons. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good you know, for that's... a reason. Like, there's a reason why. What ninety seven two thousand like twenty two years later, people still love talking about it and people still play it. There's a reason for that, and there's a reason for that. All right, I think we proved our point here. Yeah, I know. It's so good, <laughs> so good. Can't wait. And uh, that's gonna do it for our show today. Thank you, Ben, for coming on. No problem. Anytime we can talk about FF7, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash Iggy, where once FF7 Remix starts coming out, you'll ex- see nothing but high-quality art retweets of Aerith, because she doesn't have a lot of fan art, and that upsets me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also check us out here at chartshot.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, we're on Spotify now, so you can check us up there. Yeah. Uh, leave a review if you can, and email me, thomas at charshot.com, and until then guys, enjoy your games. Bye-bye. Safi, Roth. <laughs>